Hey everyone, it's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the market for Tuesday, April 18th, where we saw a very mildly mixed day, Ed, as we're starting to see more big earnings reports roll in. Yeah, a lot of earnings reports out there. Uh, yeah, another quiet day on the market. Want to look at three stocks uh, that are acting fairly well, Mobileye, Lockheed Martin, and Las Vegas Sands. All right, let's do it. But first, let's take a look at those major indexes. So the NASDAQ fractionally lower today, along with the Dow, the S&P 500 fractionally higher in today's session and the Russell 2000 uh, with a loss of about a half a percent heading into the close today. So pretty quiet all in all resistance right around recent highs remains for the NASDAQ. Your thoughts on what we're seeing out there, Ed, is the uptrend still looking healthy? Are there any concerns right now? Uh, because we've been trading sideways here for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so we're, you know, there's nothing wrong with what the rally is doing here. I mean, it's not rip roaring. There's still issues that we'd like breadth to be better. We would like new highs to be outpacing new lows consistently, especially on the NASDAQ. Uh, but it also hasn't been doing anything wrong lately. It's above all these moving averages. All the end, all the major indexes are. We're right around 2023 highs. You know, pausing ahead of a big earnings season isn't the worst thing at all. I mean, it's it's letting a lot of bases form. Uh, it's been, it's it'd be worse in some ways if we started moving out right now and then we have a ton of earnings and then they don't go well. That could suck people in. I'd rather have this situation. And then and then see the market uh, pick up steam, uh, you know, if there's a positive earnings reaction generally. Totally agree. And we can also take a look at the S&P 500 here. It looks like it, too, is approaching those highs from early February. So we are getting close to a breakout here. And it's really going to be the next couple of weeks, Ed, that are the major earnings reports that are rolling in. Netflix reported its results out after the close. We can get to that at the end of our program today uh, to give a little bit of analysis there. So while we are on the verge of a potential breakout here, I guess the other scenario to think about, Ed, is if we do get positive earnings reactions and this breakout, is it going to be a reasonable time risk-wise to be adding exposure or do we really need to wait for a pullback, uh, which it seems like in 2022, trying to buy on those pullbacks versus the breakouts was the way to go. But what are you seeing underneath the surface in terms of are those breakouts working? I mean, they're not necessarily failing. I mean, I guess it's like the most recent ones haven't done a whole lot because we the market hasn't done a whole lot. And there has been a tendency to things pop out and then fade. The problem is that if you wait, there's a lot of things setting up. If things move out, I think the probably the strategy would be is that if uh, the market moves out and more importantly, individual stocks move out, that you gradually add exposure. And if those work and the market continues to work, you keep on adding because uh, mm -hmm. you don't want to let it all buy right. waiting for that pullback. But I just I wouldn't make an all or nothing bet. I just wouldn't say, oh, the market looks good. We just hit 2023 highs. I'm going from 20 percent invested to 90 percent invested today. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, there's not necessarily look, it's it's a lot of things get easier when we're in a consistent, steady uptrend. If the market's going to go start and stop, it's hard to have a perfect strategy for that to time it just right. Mm -hmm. Well said there. Also, the Dow, zero DJIA, 
right at a key level at 34,000. A lot of trading action uh, going back to last summer is around that 34,000 level. So potentially a key area to watch there. And the IWM ETF off the most today, reversing a bit lower. It's still trying to claw back for those ugly losses the beginning of March, still below the 200-day and 50-day lines. And let's also take yeah. a look. Uh, go ahead. Did you want to say something? I was just going to say just a lot of banks in there. We'll have a lot yes. of regional banks that will be coming out that are in the Russell, that are in you know the mm -hmm. regional things. That So we'll see how that goes. That, that'll be important for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you look at a KRE here uh, with those two sharp down weeks, uh, now we've been trading sideways, pretty defined lows here. Are we going to break below those lows? Are we going to start trying to come back? Uh, the next couple of weeks could provide more clues to that. That's, and yeah. uh, now we want to take a look at zero T and X in MarketSmith. This shows the 10 year treasury yield on pace for some gains this week, even though it came off a little bit today, looks like we're coming up to highs that we saw in late March. Your thoughts on what we're seeing with the yields. Yeah, not moving a whole lot this week, which is fine. I mean, everything's just sort of waiting, economic data and earnings. So uh, it's a mix of you don't want to see the yields come up too high. That pressures stocks. But at the same time, it's coming up because they're a little less fearful of the recession. Mm -hmm. And now let's take a look at RSP. This is the equal weighted S&P 500 ETF. Essentially flat today, but a little bit more progress, at least intraday, trying to get above its recent highs, it's still well off its February peak. So again, this, uh, as we've been talking about a lot in recent weeks, this is really showing how the winners have been pretty concentrated to those bigger names in the market, Ed. Yeah, I mean, so well, now. yeah, breadth has improved a little bit for the past few weeks, but we're not really seeing it uh, translate into, you know, broad-based stocks hitting lots of new highs. So that, this is a reflection of that. Mm -hmm. And here's ITB, the home construction ETF extending its gains a lot today uh, on the chart here visually, up 2.3%, but we saw some tight action. Looked like it was going to make a move. Just needed one last shakeout, it looks like, Ed. Yeah, and there's a lot of things. The home builders in this are looking good, and the non-home builders are, are looking good. There's a, this is one of the strongest sectors of the market right now, so uh, definitely pay attention to this. But it also shows you how tricky it can be because even on this potential entry day, volume did pick up, but it was not above average. And if you are following IABD's rules, many traders likely got shaken out a couple of days later. So in terms of buying back, we haven't really gotten the, and ETFs, you know, are kind of a little bit of a different animal, of course, but it's always good to have that strong volume on your side when you're looking to buy. That is part of the trickiness though. I mean, the volume hasn't always been there and then, or, you know, or breakouts come in and they shake out uh, either like this or, or just intraday. It's been a tricky market. I mean, maybe at the end of the day, certain stocks, if you held on to them, they look, they look good, but it has been, it's been tough. Mm -hmm. And SMH chip stocks. I know in the early going, 
there were some impressive movers in the chip sector. We'll be checking in on one of them today here shortly. But here's a look at the broad ETF up about a half a percent by the end of the day. Still hugging that 50-day line and the 21-day line. Also that round number at 250. But it wouldn't take much to see a little bit more of a meaningful bounce or a, or a breakdown. So a critical level here. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, this one, I, the day was a little weaker than it looks because NVIDIA is the biggest, I think, component in this, and it's up, it was up like 3 4%, so there's that, where others sort of faded for the most part. We have ASML earnings uh, tomorrow morning, we have LAM Research tomorrow night, and then we have Taiwan Semiconductor. Those are all top 10 components of this. Uh, that'll give us a pretty good idea, a pretty good early read on chips, and uh, so a lot going on there, so I think that's something for investors to pay attention to. Yeah, definitely an important week for chip stocks. Well, let's take a look at one of them. Here's Mobileye, M-B-L-Y, up a strong 6.7% today in strong volume. We've got earnings coming up in just a little bit over a week. And it did clear an entry. Let's go to the weekly chart. You can see a lot of the trading happening under this, uh, what was it, 45-ish, 44, 45-ish area. So it did clear that. But not only do you have earnings in a week, you also have the lockup expiration coming, what, next next Monday, I believe, Ed? So is that enough time to make a trade here, I guess, in theory, potentially? But how might the lockup impact the stock? I mean, lockups sometimes trigger big sell-offs. Sometimes they trigger sell-offs intraday or a day or two, and then they come right back. Sometimes nothing really happens. Uh, it, it's you really don't know. It's a, it's like another earnings report. So you have two earnings reports almost for Mobileye next week. Uh, that's pretty crazy for an IB IPO on top of everything else. Yeah, nice action here. Uh, I know it's been pretty volatile, but it actually had tightened up a little bit. It had mm -hmm. been finding support of the 50-day line. Last week was an inside week, barely. Uh, I mean, and slightly so there was sort of this triangle because the swings got were getting a little less intense. So there were a lot of reasons to like it. But boy, those those reports next week. Uh, I mean, a lot of things are going to happen. So if you took advantage of this, mm -hmm. uh, you may want to take some partial profits, uh, you know, um, at the end of this week, just to preserve some gains or just to protect yourself from something, some some wild action that could happen in the next few days. Right. I it could all be smooth sailing, but we don't know that. So that's why so that's why we got to manage our risk. All right. LMT Lockheed Martin breaking out of the base here, clearing the 500 level and a little bit of a handle formed in recent sessions. We had the earnings report out. Doesn't look like this one's growing a whole lot, Ed. Yeah, and that's something you have to be Keep in mind, this is not going to be like Mobileye with the potential probably to double over the next six months. Of course, it's probably not going to have the potential to drop 20% in one day. So there's always that. Uh, so you just have to know, you know, David Ryan was talking about this and, and other stocks like this. You know, there's there's still a, there's still room for stocks that are slower growing that might have, you know, that are coming out technically that might, you know, have some nice action. This is a pretty strong group. Uh, and but you definitely have to be aware that this is probably not going to be one that is going to be a model book winner where it's going to be this amazing run that it goes on. 
Okay. And let's also look at LVS's Las Vegas Sands. We have a cup with handle on the chart here and very clear resistance right around that 60 area. You can see just how many times it bumped its head up right around 60. We've got earnings tomorrow. So it looks like we should be keeping a close eye on the reaction to the report. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, Macau focused gaming companies that look very similar to this. So they'll take their cue off of Las Vegas Sands. Uh, you know, there's been some positive volume the last couple of weeks. There was, was definitely some heavy volume selling in February. But this is nice consolidation. It had a big run up. This was a relief rally. China's opening up. China, I mean, you know, obviously the market bottom, but it was also everything coming up on that regard. Uh, it's going to be profitable this year. I don't know about how Q1 is going to go after having losses for during the COVID era. Mm -hmm. So come back, play in that regard. Uh, gaming, even in this country as well, the domestic ones, some of them are looking pretty strong. Definitely all some, some positive things here. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, I mean, this I, is group 18 now out of 197. Yeah, it, so that's strong. It, there's a number of them in there. And so that's a positive sign. So, and, and we know that Macau has already started bouncing back. It, it's, it's always weird at the beginning of the year because it was China New Year, which can help, can hurt. But so there's a lot of things that are going right here. Hasn't been a ton of volume in, in this base on the, on the positive side. So you'd want to see some volume here. And there's others. You should look in this group, especially the Macau ones, just to see, you know, this, you don't necessarily have to make this one your, your deal. But uh, this one's going to, looks like it's going to have a strong growth trend over the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. which is great, but it'll all come down or a lot of it <laughs> will come down to what the investor reaction is to the report. So we'll have to check back in on it, maybe on ABD Live or this show, depending on how things shake out. We'll have to see. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Speaking of IBD Live, that's when we'll be back tomorrow morning, our daily morning live stream. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash Life for all the details on that. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.